Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast. You are listening to Season 3, Episode 63. Today, I welcome my friend Daniel Gomez to the podcast. Daniel is an award-winning keynote speaker, business coach, and fellow podcaster, and his passion is to elevate businesses and entrepreneurs to achieve their true potential. He is also the international best-selling author of the book, You Were Born to Fly, and he wrote that book to inspire and give people the high-performance habits and confidence they need to be the leaders of their own destiny. So today, we're thinking big about our own growth mindset. Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast with Sean Osborne, the show helping you think bigger into your life and potential. Sean believes by equipping you with the tools, strategies, and philosophies required to be successful in all aspects of your life, you can achieve anything you believe in. Empowering our own growth makes a deeply positive and lasting impact on our lives, community, and our world. Now, here's Sean. Everybody, I want to welcome Daniel Gomez to the show today and I'm telling you put your seatbelts on because he is high energy he he's gonna get you I'm telling you he's gonna get you going uh, I, I was lucky enough to spend uh, oh, a couple days two or three days last week with uh, with Daniel up in uh, Phoenix for an event and had such a wonderful time and I'm like I have got to get Daniel on the on the podcast because he has such great stuff so welcome uh, welcome to the show Daniel Man, Sean, I'll tell you what, I've been waiting all day. We're here getting this ready. And I was like, where's the link? Where's the link? I'm ready. I'm ready. Coach, let me in. And I'll tell you what, it was just, it was been a, it's been a great day, man. And what a, what a way to cap it off with spending time with you and your community. And I'm ready to drop some value and just have, have, have a good time, man. Just have a great conversation and see what type of wisdom we can add to, to your community and give them some ideas that they can implement here in 2022 and man, get, get it rock and rolling. You know what I mean? That's the way I'm telling you, 2020, 2022 is going to be, I think it's going to be a huge year for so many people, especially, you know, a lot of my tribe, a lot of the people that are listening right now are early entrepreneurs, you know, entrepreneurs that are, that are fairly new at it. They're, they're making the transition to their own company or they're newly in their new company and they're trying to learn this new way of thinking because you, you see a lot of people that go from a job to you know their own company into into entrepreneurship and there's a lot of things that people don't take into consideration and i think so one of the things that you do that is i'm telling you i i talk with people all the time is money mindset and money is good money is not evil money is how we operate and that is to me that is one of the biggest obstacles i see on some of the people that I coach newly, you know, some of the new coaching people that I have uh, that are new in their journey, is that mindset for the money is they're, they're still not in that abundant that abundant uh, mindset. Yeah, well, so, you know, and this is this is right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny you say that because when when I really went in full force four years ago, like I was running multi million dollar corporations, I had a hundred employees and. It's not that, right, I hadn't made money and I wasn't doing money and there wasn't money around me. And the thing is, is, is there's something ha that happens when, 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 when Daniel Gomez inspires or Sean Osborne spend $100,000 a week of the company's money that they work for, it's totally different than spending your own money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 oh, yeah. and, and even though we were buying like millions of dollars of inventory a month on, on vehicles and we were making tons and tons of, of cash flow just coming through and everybody was making money, having fun in the automotive industry. 
the moment I had to spend five hundred dollars on Daniel Gomez, it was like, oh, like it, it's there was a, there was a mental block there, and I was like, well, what's going on? And and you know, I, I and I thought that I was good, but the thing is, this is that I want I want your audience to hear this is you have to kill that employee mindset, Sean. You have to kill that employee mindset, and and the problem that we make is is we leave that nine to five job, we leave that nine to five job, and then we start that transition as we come into that small business owner, that entrepreneur, we get stuck here in the middle and we never really embody the identity and seeing ourselves as a true successful businessman or woman. And that's where the block is. And, and until you embody that identity and then you really, when you embody that identity, that gives you the confidence, that gives you the, the belief to believe in your own abilities and what your capabilities are. And it's like next thing you know, you're spending $500 on yourself and a thousand. And it doesn't sound like a lot at the beginning, but man, it's a lot of money when, when, when you're getting that cash flow going <laughs> and then it's like, oh man, next thing you know, it's like yeah, 1,500, what? So I'll say this to your audience right now is it's, you got to condition yourself and get used to the fact is I, 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 I would, I would attribute my success to one of these things is that as soon as I, as soon as I get an invoice from one of my vendors, my priority is to pay it off within that day or two. And and if you get in the habit of doing that, it gets easier and easier because those $100 invoices are easier to pay than those $200 invoices, those 500 ones, and then those thousand ones come. And now it's like, I think I think right now our nut, that what we spend monthly is, I, th I think we average about $10,000 a month in just in, in overhead that we got to write. It's, 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 it's account, yeah. it's, it's, it's account receivables that we got to do, right? You got your payables, your receivables, and the money we got to pay to our vendors, we're, we're probably looking at about 10,000 a month. And most people have a problem with that. And they wonder why their business doesn't grow and scale is because, well, you got to pay your vendors. You can't, even though you have a 45 day turn, you got to pay them because they need money just like you do. Yeah. And I think, so I think that's one of the big, and I think even putting money in towards ourselves for our own growth, for our own, for our own inventory. I mean, we have inventory that we need as well, and we need to grow as, as entrepreneurs. We need to grow as, uh, but yeah, you've got to get past that, uh, that mindset. I, I think part of that mindset is actually, we grow up that way. I think we're instilled at a young age on this mindset of money is, I mean, can you finish this sentence? Money doesn't. Grow on trees. We, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I trained that right. So, so no, like I, I met you at, I met you at in, in in Scottsdale, Arizona. It doesn't it doesn't matter if I go speak in Arizona. It doesn't matter if I speak in California and Texas or Florida. It it doesn't matter because exactly to your point. Because sometimes I do an exercise where I say, "All right, guys, I'm going to prove to you right now that everybody at ninety percent of us in America we're, we're we're programmed to fail. We're programmed to think in scarcity." And they're like, well, what do you mean? Like, yeah. And exactly to your point, right? I'll say, I'm going to start it. Y'all finish it. There's a couple of things I want to throw by you. And I'll say, well, who here, who here is not from Arizona? And everybody will raise their hand. So you mean to tell me nobody's from Arizona? No. Okay, great. That's even better. And I'll do exactly what you just did, right? Money doesn't grow on trees. The early bird gets the worm. That's just the way it is. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Eat it too. I'm like, yep. So everybody grew up in the same house. <laughs> How do y'all know that? Because we're conditioned to think in yeah. scarcity. We're conditioned to think in lack. And the moment you open up your mind to realize that you got to switch and, and shift that mentality of trading hours for dollars. And really it's, it's in, in business, you're, they're paying you for the results. And kind of like me and you were talking offline is you got to make the association with money is 
is money is just the exchange of the value of what Sean is giving to his his client. What 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 the, the value that Daniel is delivering to the marketplace to his clients. And somebody listening right now is you got to make that shift in your mind because you you have a you, to you money's not important. And if, the more you think money's not important, guess what? You're never going to attract the right revenue, the right success that you have because. Money's not important. You're, 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 what you're really doing subconsciously, Sean, is you're deflecting it. And I think, so give me your input on this. So talking about that, and then, you know, one of the things we're also talking about, uh, off, you know, off, offline is how much do we charge? You know, how much do you charge for your service? How much do we charge? And I think that goes in line with people charging to, I think the same mindset keeps people from charging people what they need to charge people. I think it keeps people from charging them what their true value is because I don't think they value themselves as much as they should. And to me, I see it all the time, especially new entrepreneurs doing service-based work, uh, coaching, any of that. They charge way too less. Their their mindset is still on that on that money, you know, that hourly hourly mindset. Yeah, well, it's funny you said that because I remember, I'll never forget the, the, the first check I, I got in my hand, I think it was for, for coaching was $350. And it was like for two sessions, I think when I first started off and it was like, I felt guilty. I was like, what? Like, right. Cause I said, honey, I just like spent an hour with this lady and she gave me the check and it was like, I'm like, I was, I was excited, but it felt weird because it, I kind of felt like I was robbing her. But soon, yeah. soon, soon after that, right, my, my financial thermostat said, nope, like, this is it, right? <laughs> you got this. And, and yeah. really, when you realize that the, 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 the easiest way I can describe it, Sean, is just imagine like Superman. Just imagine when Superman opens up his shirt, you see that S, right? Superman, ah, right? So think about this. You open up your chest, you open up your shirt, and you have a huge V and a huge S, your value system. And every decision you make in business, either what you're going to charge or the income you're going to generate to yourself or what you're going to attract to yourself is based on that value system. And on a scale of one to 10, if you value yourself as a five, then your prices are always going to be a level four charge. You're never going to charge yourself what you should charge above that level five. And there's that reality. Like you just said, I agree with you 110% is that most people, the value system we have as a, as a human being, as an individual, we value ourselves way less than what, than what we should. So the key in business is what is your value system set at? And the moment you raise yourself from a level five value system to say a level seven, then level eight, well then guess what? Then you really start charging that. Like a, a good example of that is when I first started speaking, I really came out as a professional speaker and I remember when I, when I charged a thousand dollars for my first keynote, I was like, man, it was a lot of money. Like for an hour, I make I had never made that before. And then I remember, I never forget. God said, it's time to raise your prices. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm getting booked now. I'm good. Right. And he's like, but in my mind, it was like, no, I was like, Daniel, you're going to like, who's going to hire you? You're going to double, like they're almost going to hire you. But it's something that's amazing is I think in, in commerce and business, you got to understand that there's a, there's a customer for every value that you put your price points out there. And the moment I raised my price points from a thousand to 2000, like my, my speaking engagements doubled because now my other client was perceiving me as more valuable because, right. They said, well, sometimes you can price yourself out of the market. And a good example of that is this, I'll, I'll say, Sean, I want to give something that, that your, 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 your people can take away is 
If I was to say, Sean, guess what, man? Man, I got us a weekend in Miami Beach. We're going to be out there. We're going to have a good time. And guess what, Sean? The rooms are only $34. What would you say? Uh, book me to the whole floor because I'm going to party. <laughs> well, you, you know, but really you'd be like, what Roach Motel is that? On Miami Strip? What? Like on Ocean Drive? Like it's too good to be true. I'm, I'm, my mind's just taking the hotel at that price. It's like I've got the whole thing. <laughs> but, but but the thing is that you can price your point, you price yourself so low that people don't see value in you and they, they, they look over you because you price yourself too low. So yeah. I think it's, you got to price yourself based on your value system. And if, and if you're not pricing yourself right, the thing is you got to see the self-worth and the value in you because the, the truth is most of us undervalue our services because we undervalue who we are. And that's something that I really had to hone in on and now locally, I mean, it's, I charge four to $5,000 here in San Antonio locally to give a keynote for an hour. And when I travel, it's even more, but it's, it's knowing that they're not paying you for that hour of time. They're paying you for the, for the years of experience that you have. And I think that's what people need to kind of focus in on, Sean. Yeah. And, and I, I do, I think that goes back to like a self image or to, you know, growing up, do you ever, do you remember, I don't know, a couple of years ago, they had a, uh, Dove commercial, Dove soap had a commercial where they had a group of people come in and describe to a forensic artist what they thought they looked like. No, and I never they, saw that. Oh, it's a fantastic, look it up. It's, I think it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's Dove, but they came in and they asked all these people, like a forensic, like an artist that would sketch for the police, right? And they would, they would, they didn't see the person, but they would describe themselves to this, this police sketch artist. Then they would have someone who doesn't know them come in, look at them, and describe them to the same to the same sketch artist. And they would put the pictures up, and the pictures that they described to themselves were ugly, skank. I mean, just I don't want to say crack addict, but they, they were bad. People have a very bad, and the, and the image that someone else saw of them was so much better. It's like night and day it's like holy cow how can you have how can we as a as, as a culture you know have such low self-image that we think of ourselves like that and i think that's that we price we price the way we see each other or the way we see ourselves and you know you talked about uh you know business coaching and and, and charging and to me and and you you charge based on or you you help them develop themselves personally i think for me business coaching is personal development People like to call it business coaching, but it's really, I cannot, I cannot be a manager to my team any better than I am myself. So I'm, if, you know, if I'm at a, you know, a five on, on a management scale, I'm never going to be a six or seven manager until I grow myself, whether it's through skills, through personal development, through whatever it is, I can never manage. You can send me to all the management schools and leadership schools, but if I don't grow myself, it's going to be the same thing. We've, we've, we've got to develop within uh, before we can de uh, develop without, I think. Yeah, well, it goes back to what the great Jim Rome said, right? To to have more, we must become more. To charge more, we must become more. And it, it, it's you're you're exactly right. It's 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 this is the truth. Is your life will never surpass the image you have. Your life will never surpass the self image you have of who you are. That's true. That is so so true. It'll never surpass. The self, right? It's never going to pass that level. Whatever, whatever, whatever image you have of you yourself in life, your life is never going to surpass that self image. So if you see yourself as a, and the, a good example of that is, is, is if you see yourself as a $40,000 a 
an hour employee, then you're going to always be a $40,000 hour employee. If you see yourself as a $70,000 year employee, then that's your self image. You're never going to be that 100 K six figure guy as an entrepreneur, because you never saw yourself that when you had a job. And, And the biggest mistake that I see in reference to like you're saying, business coaching is think about this, right? When, when somebody leaves their corporate America job, their nine to five, and they, you ask them, and I get this a lot. Well, I ask them, well, what do you want to earn? What, what, what's your goal? And guess what? If, if, if they left their job making $50,000 a year, what's the likelihood? What do you think they're going to say? They're going to say 55. 50. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's, <laughs> it, and it's like, what, what the, yeah, I mean, and it's sad because when you think about it, that's what their financial thermostat is set at. That's what their self image is set at. And your life is never going to surpass the current image you have of yourself. And until you raise your self image to a next level, to a hundred K guy, to a quarter million entrepreneur, woman or female, right. Or male, it doesn't make a difference. You got to raise that self image. And once you raise that self image, then your life is going to grow with that. And like I said, like the great Jim Rome said to have more, you must become more. And it's, it's, it's people think it comes overnight, but it doesn't because I look back at where I was four years ago, really, when I really went full time at this. I mean, I thought I was ready to take on the world four years ago. And I think like, man, I'm so glad God was patient with me because we crumble, right? We, we bite off more than we can chew. And then that success, if we don't have the character, I, I think about the, the saying is like, if, 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 if you have a million dollars, you best become a millionaire. If not, you're going to lose it. And that's what happens to yep. most lottery winners. They have, they get these millions of dollars, but they're, they don't have that millionaire mindset. So what happens? They crumble and they're worse off two or three years later because they didn't have the capacity. They didn't have the internal financial um, system to handle that much money. Yeah. And that's why the rich get richer and the poor get poor. It's a mindset. It, it, it's all a mindset. Now, have you ever read, uh, got uh, psycho cybernetics, Maxwell Maltz? No, you know what? I actually, I have it on, um, on, on, uh, I, I, uh, I've the auto one. <laughs> I have it on um, audible, but I, I have never, haven't read it yet. I need to actually, I need to, I need that's to, a good book. Yeah. It's a good book. He talks about the self image and how they're not the same. Like you, you've got your conscious self and then you got your self image and they're not the same. They're they're Even though you might be a positive, you know, upbeat, uh, you might, your self image deep down might be, I'm a poor, uh, you know, and that's, what's going to actually drive you. It's a good, it's a great book. So it just ties into what you were uh, what you were saying uh, very yeah, well. And, and, and I think talking about that, people don't realize that there's the 95% of people don't, don't even know what their true self image is. And I, and I say that because your self image, what you just said right now is your self image comes from your subconscious mind. You have your cognitive, you have your, your you have your cognitive thinking and then you have your subconscious thinking. And under that sub level is, is 95% of the decisions that we make is based on the self image we have of ourselves. We said again, yep. 95% of the decisions that we make it's on autopilot, but it's based on the self image that we have of ourselves. And that this is what, this is the thing is we don't even know the way we see ourselves half the time, to be honest with you, yep. because oh, that's true. We, we say, well, why is it we, right? We, 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 we play that victim mentality. Why is this happening to me? Or, or just to say, you get a big win, right? We'll just say me and you are in business coaching. We get that big client and we'll just say the client pays us a hundred thousand dollars a year for, for coaching. And you know, they're on a 24 seven retainer and they're like, then we're like, instead of saying, wow, I deserve it, man, I'm excited. We're like, this is too good to be true. And what happens? 
your subconscious mind goes, okay, it's too good to be true. Let's, let's make it too good to be true. And you screw yourself up yep. and you have the wrong mindset. And guess what? You self-sabotage yourself. Thoughts become things, positive and negative. <laughs> well, I was just it's, talking to, I, I was just talking to about this with the client. We were talking about money because he like, he was like, he, sometimes people just don't really see it. And I, I mean, not that I'm perfect, but I'm still growing too. So by no means have I arrived, but I see the mistakes that I made. And I think of, of Dave Ramsey, right? I, I, I think he's a great human being, but I think his system isn't right for everybody. So what do I mean by that? It's like, I'm a big believer is, yeah, you want to save money for the future. But Dave Ramsey's big thing is the rainy day fun. And I told my client, I said, well, let me ask you this. If you're saving up money for a rainy day, what do you think you're attracting to yourself? Let me ask you that. A freaking rainy day. You get what you think. <laughs> I'm going to give you a blow horn right there, right? Yeah, you're getting, you're, you're, you're getting a rainy day. So I said, so why you would you? It's going to happen. Yes. I said, so why would you, A, why would you call it a, an emergency fund or a rainy day fund? Because you're going you're gonna to attract an emergency to yourself. You're going to attract that rainy day. Why even put yourself in that situation? Why not call it your financial freedom account? Why not call it your 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 vacation account or whatever else? But I said I, I'm I'm a big proponent of of money. The reason I want to be who I am is to have financial freedom. Call it your freedom account, and it's a different mindset. Yeah. But we've been trained, unfortunately, by I mean, and you know, I don't know Dave Ramsey from from Eve, but he means well. I, I I hear I can see that he he generally cares, but we're keeping ourselves in poverty because that's the way we're thinking. And you can't think that way, right? Because we don't serve a God of, 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 of shortage. We don't serve a God that, that isn't able. We serve a God of increase, a God of more than enough. And when you have that mindset, then you really start to attract increase and abundance in your life. But most people, we plan for the worst. And guess what we get? We get the worst because that's what you're, right? What you focus yep. on, you expand. What, what, whatever me and you focus on, somebody listening to this right now, you're focusing on the negative. You're focusing on the negative. And guess what? You're expanding more to get negativity into your life and more negativity. What you focus on expands. So why not focus on good? Why not focus on that? I'm attracting clients. Why not focus on that? I'm in an increase and abundance and you'll attract that to you. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it's not just, you know, you say, you know, negativity and one of the, you know, one of the things when I'm talking with clients, it's not just to me, it's not just negativity, like negative Nancy, that stuff. It's actually how we phrase things to ourselves. So in other words, if, if I have something and I say, you know, I don't want to be uh, fat or I'm not going to be fat, my subconscious still hears fat. It takes every negative as a positive. It doesn't know good from bad, right from wrong. If I say uh, I'm not going to be fat, my subconscious says, oh, fat, I can give you that. So it's, 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 yeah, rainy day. It's how you say things. It's all of that negative uh, type of talk, your subconscious takes that and, and runs. It's there yes, to serve. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and you're right. And, and you're right. Instead of saying, instead of saying, right, I'm in, I'm in great shape. I weigh a perfect lean and right. I'm, I'm lean and muscular. I'm in great shape. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. And you're right. Cause when you say the, what you, when you say what you don't want to attract and you still say that word to yourself, whether it's fat or, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm not broke anymore, right? If you say yourself, I'm not broke anymore, guess, you're broke. guess what you're going to be? Or, <laughs> and it's, be broke. and people don't realize that. So you're, so you're 100% right because yeah. the subconsciously you can't, it, it can't, it can't decipher that. It just, it takes it in 
from what from what you know the the system that you gave it and okay it must be true come on let's go <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to serve yeah and so what are some of the ways that when you're coaching with people that you try helping change that money mindset change that the way of thinking in their you know in their subconscious and their uh you know how do, how do you, how do you work with people on that you know I, I i this is this this is what i see the biggest problem that a lot of especially males females go through this a lot too but i think i think just the masculinity in america right the manhood of machismo of men and pride and ego gets in the way and and most men carry a lot of shame a lot of guilt and because of that they reach a level of success and then they they wonder why they can't sustain it and it's because they feel unworthy and they feel undeserving. So yeah. a, a big portion of that is, is finding out where are they at in that receiving part? Cause most people don't, most people don't receive at those higher levels. And what I mean by that, a good example is, is, is if you're conditioned to receive at $40,000 a year, you open your business and you're struggling, you're struggling, you're struggling. Well, if, if you have that high dollar client that's coming around to you, it's like, you don't feel deserving of, I don't feel, I deserve to make $80,000 a year as, as a business owner, a hundred thousand. Yeah. And that hundred K that, right. And, and I'm, I'm just saying that because right off the back, everybody, you ask them as an entrepreneur, they want to make that first six figures. That's, I mean, that's just kind of industry, industry standard. So that's kind of why I'm talking about that. But if you've never made a hundred thousand as a business, as a, as an employee to make it as a business owner is even twice as hard. So the thing is, why haven't you made it? And it's really, they don't feel they deserve it subconsciously because a, they cheated on their wife, B they were an asshole as a father or, or whatever reason. I mean, I'm just being real, real stuff. So what do they do? They, they, yeah. they, they, they go to food, they go to alcohol. They try to fill this void inside themselves with, with something that it doesn't fulfill them. And, and they try to hide that regret or deal with that regret in the wrong ways. And whether it's through sex, drugs or rock and roll and food or shopping. Some of us are shopping, whatever it may be. They don't deal with the issues. Then we kind of just sweep that stuff under the yeah. rug and that stuff hinders us from believing and saying, Sean, I really deserve this new Jaguar. I really deserve this new hundred thousand dollar client. I really deserve it. It's, it's rare that you hear somebody really that you can see that can receive at those higher levels. Does that make sense? A perfect sense. And I think that imposter syndrome goes, and what's funny is all the people that I talk to, I don't care if you're a CEO or we all have that imposter, what I call imposter syndrome. And it's, it does, it, uh, it, it'll take you down as for instance, when I sold my first company, I sold it for multi, multi, multi millions. The day after I still felt like a dumb loser. I still had that negative self-image. Even after I'd done all these great things and built this company and, and sold it, I still had that imposter syndrome of, it was just luck. It's never going to happen again. I was just in the right time at the right place. And still, the, the belief I had in myself was still so low even after doing that. And, and I see that in so many people, that imposter syndrome. And yeah, they turn to many different you know, negative ways to, to fulfill that need. Yeah. And I mean, and, and the thing is, is obviously there was something there that was keeping you from receiving, you had the success. So since you didn't receive it, even, and this is, I mean, and, and this is something that happens 
on a regular basis throughout across our country that like Sean, you sold your company for millions of dollars and, but you didn't really receive that success for yourself. So since you didn't receive it, right. you couldn't celebrate it. And then you're like, well, I don't really deserve it. And then that imposter syndrome sits in, like you said. And, and the thing is, this is that we hear these words, but most people, when you're going through it, you don't realize what you're going through and, and we deal with it the wrong way. And then we never really, I don't want to say not everybody does it, but most people don't, they don't address it. Right. Most people, right. they want to do it by themselves. So they don't hire a coach. And the next thing you know, is a whole thing. Cause something like a good point, what you said. And, and I, and I've seen this because I went through this, I went through this myself, but I caught myself, right. It's, it's like whenever you have more money than you've ever had in your hand, and then you're there at the bank, you're like, wow, like it's, it's, it's happening. It's coming to fruition. Well, all of a sudden it's like you, you, you don't receive it. The energy level is a lot higher because it's physically in your possession. And what happens? Many people, they can't handle that level of success. So they start arguing with their wife or with their husband, vice versa. And then they, they get, they get into arguments that weren't happening. All of a sudden it start happening. They get in, they start nitpicking stuff that their children are doing. And I've seen many people get, they get divorced once they hit that next level of, 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 right. You're talking about that million dollar level and they don't have the capacity still, right. They have the money, but like I said, if they do, if you don't quickly become a millionaire, you lose it. And many people I see that I've seen it happen to two great friends of mine that hit that level of success and they end up getting divorced because for no reason, just because of the fact that they didn't have the capacity to handle that level of success. Yeah. And you know, you, you, and you mentioned it earlier that, you know, people who win the lottery, if, if you're not ready for that, if you're not at that vibration, if you're not at that level, spiritual level, whatever you want to call it, that vibration level, you will, you will, you'll lose. And then what's funny is you can go into, I don't know, conferences, you can go into places. You don't have to know someone's worth to know their worth. You can feel their vibration. You can feel their energy. You don't have to, and whether it's financial or not, but you can feel that someone is a wealthy person. Again, not money, but a wealthy person based on their vibration, based on, it's like you can, you can feel a very high vibration person before they ever walk in a room. I mean, you can feel, you know, when someone walks in, you don't have to look at them. You don't have to know that they're money. You, you can feel it. You can feel that energy. And it's so true. And, it, and if you look back at your life, I bet there's times when you were at your success, you know, let's some of your high success and you walked with a swagger, you had that high energy, you, you stood up straight and the times where you're not as high and you're in your low, you're slumped down. I mean, your energy, it's a completely, completely different energy for someone. Uh, and you know, so how do we, God, how do we stay in that high vibration? How do we stay in that high energy that's the yeah well I, I love what we're talking about because people are hearing us talking and, and, and i'm not talking about shallow success i'm not talking about shallow victories in business when 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 somebody hits that right if, if we're counting pennies we're never going to make hundreds if we're counting hundreds we're never going to make thousands and if you're counting if, if, if you're if you're shortcutting thousands you're never going to make hundreds of thousands much less millions but as your income grows, your income's never going to outgrow who you are, right? Yeah. I said again, your income's never going to outgrow who you are. 
So as, as you're going through these levels, this process of, of growth, your income is going to grow with you. But this is, this is a problem as many people, they want the success. They, they want to hit that, that quarter million in revenue, half a million, that millionaire, that multi-million, but they don't have the character to, to go with that level of financial success. And I love what you're saying because wealth is part of the money. Money is a huge part of it. But also, if you don't have the character to handle your relationships, to honor your wife, to honor your spouse, to honor your kids, and if you don't have the character, the integrity, well, guess what? Talent might get you there for a little bit. <laughs> but a, a good example, man, a good example of that is is we just saw it last year. And, and I'm, I'm a big you know, I, I love football and I'm not as big fan like I used to be, but you think about the quarterback from the, from the Texas, from the Houston Texans, like came out doing great, had a million dollar contract. He was doing good, trying to give to some of the, the teachers are at the cafeteria. I remember the, 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 the food, the cooks there. And then all of a sudden he couldn't handle that level of success and self-sabotage himself, caught himself with whatever he was doing, lost his contract and, Pretty much his career's done. His talent got him there, but he didn't have the level, the character level to sustain it. You follow yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. When we see it all the time where, where, where athletes get these million dollar contracts and they don't have the character. You think about, I can't think of that quarter, that cornerback that used to be with the, he was with, um, with the Bengals and then he was with the cop Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jones. He was always in trouble because he just, even though he made all this money, he didn't have the character to sustain that level of success. And, and you really, at that point, when, when you start growing as an individual, I think the biggest mistake is that we, we as right, your income is going to grow to what you're, you grow and you're given that opportunity. You have a spike. All of a sudden you get this contract, you win this big old um, agreement, whatever it may be. But then, if you don't quickly change your, your environment, your surroundings to put yourself in with people that can help you through this and you keep those same, that same circle of influence that really doesn't support your dream, you're going to lose. You're going to lose because you got to put yourself around the proximity where people have been where you're at that think like successful businessmen and women that can guide you through that and that can help you through it and push you through it. Hey, you got this. It's kind of normal. And I see it all the time with my clients because whenever they have a big win, most people, to them, a big win really isn't a big win. It's 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 a small win, but to them, it's big because that's the biggest they're winning. When reality is, it's there's limitless possibilities out there, but we're not yeah. used to winning that big because nope. we dream so small. Yeah, and I think we. So I like to think of things like our whether you call it subconscious or universe, whatever it is in you likes to be at a balance. It likes to be balanced. I don't care if it's for food, for nutrients, for money. It likes to be balanced. So if, if you're if you're at $100,000 and you go a little above that, your subconscious, your universal, your your thoughts are going to bring you back down if you're a little below that. It's gonna, some people call it their, you know, their thermostat. Uh, and if you don't to me, we have to continue to push ourselves beyond that because even our, our you, you mentioned our, your group of friends, you know, who you hang out with is going to dictate how you, you know, how you move forward in life. But if you're, if you're not purposely going out to get those friends and you're just letting them come into your life, 
that thermostat's going to bring, it's going to automatically bring friends in right in this level. So we've got to, yes. we've got to purposely find these things to help us increase that balance, help us increase that thermostat level uh, in ourselves. If we do it, if we let it go automatic, we're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> and, 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 you know, the, the, the truth is that exactly to the point that you're saying, many entrepreneurs, they never see that next level of success because they're never willing to get, not, I don't want to say get rid to where you cut off all ties, but they never allow the new associations. Like think, think about how many you met. It wasn't by accident. Yeah. We were at an event. Yeah. Obviously, the vibration was there. We kind of jived. We got along. So, but you have to make room for the new. And most people don't make room for the new. They want to carry around that same old luggage, that same old circle of friends that maybe don't support their dreams. But guess what? They're going to hinder you because that's keeping you from going even to higher successes, higher victories, higher wins. And and we never, we never really taste that victory because in the middle, we get lonely because we're an entrepreneur and we're not, we don't have, we, right? we haven't hit that new group of friends yet. Cause I went through this, right? The old Daniel, he wanted to gravitate back to what he was familiar with. Right. Right. We have to, yep. I want you, you need to write this down. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to get familiar with the unfamiliar. Let me say that again. You have to get familiar with the unfamiliar. And so many times we just, we, we start, we, we gravitate back. We circle back around to what we're familiar with and that group of people it's not going to serve you to become that. And I can tell you, because when I wanted to be a speaker, when I became that professional speaker, I wanted, I, I needed to be around speakers because if I was still hanging out with <laughs> friends that were not supporting my dream, guess what? My, my dream would have died. And yeah. a lot of times they say, you really believe you can do it? And you got to be around people that say, you can do it. You can do it, Sean. You can do it, Daniel. I expect you to do it, Daniel. Yes. I, just, I expect that of you. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on the on the podcast, and oh, I can't wait to get this one get this one out. So again, thank you so much, everyone listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a wonderful time.